Hey, this is the Nature Ric Flair, the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun that's kissed all the girls that made them cry. Currently smoking Ric Flair drip and listening to Empire. Empire. Woo! All right, and welcome to another episode of Empire. I'm Pete Barenberg, again, always with CEO and founder of Pure Well, Nick D. Francesco. What's up, my man, Nick? I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling extra motivational today. It's been a positive day. It's I'm been feeling, a very positive day. It's been very positive, and I feel like it's going to get a lot more positive. That's what I think right now. Um, so why don't we tell everybody who we got on, Pete? I mean, right here, we've we pretty much got a man who's on a positivity mission. He's a singer, songwriter, and I don't have to wait any more time because if you don't know who he is, you damn right you're going to know who he is after this. This is Sober Junkie. What's up, brother? Hey, hold up. Look, listen, what's good with y'all? Man? <laughs> man, I love it. I love it. I, you know, Nick, I was telling my, my folks because I'm live on TikTok right now. We got a hundred, couple hundred people up in there right now chilling with us. And, um, and I was talking about Nick and, and the things that he's doing and what y'all are doing and, and how it's so beautiful that, you know, through the synergy and the energy that we all connect. Right. And that we have these it's because I'm real big on it's not what you do, but why you do it that matters. And we doing things for the same reason. Right. And Absolutely. so we're connecting. Uh -huh. and it's not just us. I know y'all are connecting with a gang of people in this same like minded situation of plant medicine. man. It's so powerful. And, 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 you know, and I, you know, truth be told, you know, I reached out, I was like, you know, look, you want to be, I, I just, it's someone that I've listened to you for a while. I just love your message. Right. And we were talking about this. I love what you stand for. I, and I, and I want you to kind of tell our listeners kind of where you came from and how you got here. We're going to get into all that. But what I only knew at first was just your motivational. Your, your quotes, your videos, the things that you do that you want people to just get up and, and do something with their life, right? And, Give and, them the gas that they need. Exactly. And and so so let's start. So basically where, you know, it's, again, kind of walk everybody through it, where you came from, you know, how your life, you know, you know, how you, life, you know, obviously life, life of drugs, a little bit of poverty, things like that. Kind of walk everybody through and then how you got here and and uh, and how you became who you are. So, so, and, and I want to keep it kind of short and sweet because I want us to really be able to get and talk with each other more so than me even just talking, right? Of course. Important, but I want us to focus on something. So I got injured and um, I got hurt pretty bad and there was a lawsuit. There was going to be some money, right? And I went through the process. They put me on some heavy, heavy opiates, guys. When the lawsuit was over, Right. All of a sudden, it was time for me to get off the opiate, right? See why these doctors sure. got that thing going on. They're like, yeah. right? they're making that money. They're Florida, keeping Florida. you on the East Coast, correct? Because yeah, I'm yeah, we're on the East Coast of Florida. Yeah. During yeah. my addiction, I went out there a couple times. So it's real. So I get hooked. They cut me off them. Buddy's like, my brother's got something cheaper, man. I was like, nah, I don't want to shoot nothing. And he's like, nah, you can bang it off the foil and smoke it, this and that. It's cheaper than you trying to go find pills and this and that. And, bro, man, they did you wrong. You're hooked. Oh, yeah. Man, and I chased the dragon, bro. And before you know it, I was mainlining, man. And I'm off to the fucking races, bro. You know, I, 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 um, I went hard, heavy, and fast, man. I've always just, you know, really went all in or nothing. You know, whether it's good or bad, right? Because I got that personality. Right. What I've getting clean, right? And getting sober is to utilize that same fucking. I go after this life that I'm living, bro, like a bag of fucking dope. You understand? And, and, and for, for a junkie that's kicking on day two and a half, you know what I'm saying? That's how I'm right here. So get back to the story because, you know, I. I was trying to smoke my joint with you guys outside, right? <laughs> well, you can always smoke on the show. We're, 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 we're down with that. That's okay. You know what I mean? But I'm coming back off of that one. But, um, but so. I got hooked bad, man, and I, and I lost my way, guys. In and out of prison, high-speed chases, you know, all drug-related charges. Everything I did was because of fucking dope. Uh, in and out the joint. And um, finally got to a point where um, I got out. I relapsed. And um, my ex-wife had called me to come home. You know, uh, she had found some rigs. Actually, Bear, my son, 
it picked up my shorts in the bathroom and syringes fell out. Oh, that was her. Uh, that was her. You know, she was like, "Dude, you got to go, or you got to get clean." Like, I, I, uh, I ain't doing this. I can't watch you kill yourself in front of your kids. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, "You're the smartest man I've ever fucking known, and I don't understand what you're doing right now. You could be anything you want to be. You could do anything you want to do. Like, you have this ability. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing?" And I remember that shit. You know. And, and that night I went to an NA meeting. I did do a shot in the bathroom. I'm not going to lie to you. And then went into the meeting and sat down and, and um, was tripping and realized that night that there was people just like me, you know, and there was people that uh, wouldn't look at me crazy for that crazy weird shit that I was so embarrassed of, you know, right? Um, because they were the same, you know, and I love that about the community of NA. But let, let me back this up for a second. So you want to start going off to the races. No, no, no. This is good. I, I, but I just, I want to, the reason why I want to back this up, because you said something, this is crazy because when you're talking about you, okay, before that you were not on anything, you were maybe drinking, smoking, whatever, but you weren't hooked on opiates, right? Oh. For, before your accident, before no. your accident. I okay. Before in my past, I did math, I did other shit, but never opioids and heroin that's a whole different cha-cha and that's what people don't understand and it is attacking everybody it don't matter what color you are where you're from none of that shit right. to take our people out when i say our people i'm talking about humanity right and they also designed it to take my people out and i'm talking about my indigenous well, hold, now hold on. I was gonna. Now that's what I was gonna get with this. I so know. obviously you're Native American. Again, I don't know if many people know that or whatever. And so it's a point. Now he doesn't. He doesn't look. I mean, you know, if he, you'll you'll see him on video, but he doesn't. You know, he looks. You know, he doesn't look like you look all Indian. You definitely have a mix. You look white <laughs> and Indian. Well, you, right, you're Latino. Right, yeah. Right. So well, but, let me indicate you real quick. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's the thing that's wrong with the world. Is everybody has this stereotypical Native American, what they think an indigenous person is. And, and it's better to not use the word Indian. So because I'm gonna educate you today as a brother, it's okay. better to say, you know, native, just say native folks. Native, okay. First peoples, you know what I mean? First nations, right? And and the truth in the matter is we look like everything from this color to the sun, and we've mixed in so much too as well. There's so many of us mixed natives that are mixed with all different races, like from from native and Jewish, you know what I'm saying? Right. From from uh, native and black, from native, native and, Chinese. and Chinese, you know what I'm saying? My my girl's daughter, you know, which is beautiful. Like the, you got to know, it's it's so diverse within our culture. right. It's full blood. You just saw my girl. You probably right. wouldn't know he's full blood. It's right. Okay. Blue. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's so cool that we get to talk. This is what I love about it, bro. Because we get to teach people about right. People. People can love people. And that's my song, People. If you ain't heard it, y'all got to listen. I sent it to you. I texted it, the link Dropbox. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to talk about all that. I just, But what I was going to say is, is that when people think about, okay, so I guess this is what I was trying to go to. You know, again, you start out your life, you know, the, again, maybe in the, not the best neighborhoods, poverty. They go, oh, well, that's, he's a product of his environment. But here's the funny part. What happens is, is that most people, that are addicted to opiates in our country did not start because they came from poverty because they didn't come from anything. It's because I got in an accident. And this is the God I should being in the medical field for as long as I was, you know, I saw a lot of rheumatologists, pain management, whatever. Okay. So what happens is a patient goes in, they get in a car accident. Now there is something like Tortorol, Tortorol that you can take, Tortorol. which is an, Tortorol. Yeah. Right, which is an anti-inflammatory, doesn't give you any of those effects. But what do they do? They usually go to an opiate, right? So now you get on an opiate and that's fine. You take it for a day or two. It's, you know, you don't think it's that, you know, that big of a deal. Okay. Then you start actually getting like, oh, this feels good. This doesn't have any pain. This is great. But then you start realizing you start to get hooked. And what happened was a lot of the rheumatologists didn't know how to dose it. Why? Right. Because a pharmaceutical company is telling them, of course, the more they sell, the more they make money, the higher doses. So there was a time where rheumatologists were giving out so much, like the doses were so strong that when pain management doctors would be like, you're on what? 
Like pain management offices, the doctors that get trained for this didn't couldn't believe the amount of milligrams that these. But now there's an issue. There's a big issue. There's a huge issue, right? So, so now you're talking about people that are not druggies, probably have never done anything, even you know, moms, yeah, soccer moms and and parents and 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 doctors and other people too, bro. I've met people in the rooms, right, of NA. I've met people, doctors, lawyers, bro, people like that that literally got hurt, started taking that, took their whole life from them, from from start to finish, from the injury to getting prescribed to jails, institutions, and death. And remember what we said? They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They exactly. bank on it. They know that they look at you as a number, and as soon as something happens, boom, they got you for life until you're in the grave, and then it's on to the next one. Come on, bro. It's I mean, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, they're they're trying to clean house, of course, and that's why they got these places now that I'm hearing about where they've got, like, junkie alleys where they're doing uh, a needle exchange and have these alleys where these cats are allowed to just fucking shoot dope. And they're like, yeah, well, we just want to, you know, not worry about – put down on the crime and this and that if we do needle exchange at least they're using clean needles and giving them a safe place to do their dope it's like why not fucking help them you know okay yeah so just helping them get doped up we we talked about this and phil you know i'm from philadelphia we talked about the area and they do it actually in los well you know you're in california they have an area in los angeles and that's exactly where jack the ripper when they used to talk about jack the ripper he used to have a hotel that was right up in that area where they had all the uh you know all the homeless and, and the drugs and all that stuff no. but they kind of keep it to like one area it's what is it no, tent no. city or something it's near yeah. tent city right I'm something around um, there's insight in vancouver where she's at and it's the same thing it's it's a safe place okay yeah and and i get it i get because they don't know what to do and and right something there's something different about a heroin addict let me tell you about a junkie other addicts drug addicts even a tweaker a tweaker can go 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 until they just crash and they'll sleep and probably for like three days and eat fucking hella food and all of that right you get a dude kicking hair on that's a different whole cha-cha man and they're willing to do anything and everything like i've seen dudes that are straight you know what i mean take it a whole different way right right right. oh god friends friends of mine hardcore gangster dudes i ever known that that did crazy stuff and went out backwards to get because they needed to get well and it didn't mean that that were that the sad it's not that ain't the bad part of that the bad part is that you're not that and you're doing that just to get well right exactly that's who you are and you're doing that's a different story but no you're selling yourself man to get well and you're even doing it in a way that you're not truly that's not your way. So it's, it's heavy, man. You know, stealing from their moms, their kids. Like, dude, I stole from my daughter, dude. I, I took a fucking Christmas presents, man. And, 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 you know, and sold them for dope, dude. Like I was, a, I was a real piece of shit and I own that, you know, and, and it's hard, man. I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I've, I'm probably hard on myself still to this day for the shit that I did, you know, but I never, I never heard nobody. I never put hands on nobody. I never, you know, did that kind of stuff, but I was gone. And if I was around, I might have been a zombie. You know, I was a real junkie, man. And the fact that, guys, I was able to get clean, what cannabis has done for me, man. Yeah. That, so let's talk a little bit about this. Because obviously we're talking about, you know, the most addictive time, substance though, right? in the world. Important, I mean, man. we're talking about serious sub. I mean, you know, we were just talking about nicotine and and all this. Stuff, but this, heroin is a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother level. I'm a dragon slayer, bro. Exactly. So what did you, so yeah, so walk people through this because it's, you know, look, I, I don't know who's, you know, not, we don't know who's listening to the show. Could be somebody that's battling with addiction right now. So what did you do? What, like, how did it all, I know you said you went to NA, but like, oh, so what, tell me the process of how that worked. And, uh, and you know. The thing is, I wish I could tell you this magical situation or this magical way to do it or the way it's not going to, you know, be hard and the way you don't got to get sick and da 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 da. It just don't work that way. It don't. But I have come up with something because the way I did it was with cannabis. So I was like, yeah, I need a shot. I need a shot. I was telling my ex-wife, I need a shot. Just one more shot. Just one more. I'm sick. I'm going to die. I was like, I'm going to fucking die. You're killing me. You're killing me. What the fuck? And she was like, you got all your homeboys that grow pot and this and that. Why don't you hit them up? And I'm like, pot? What the fuck? What is that going to do for me? What the fuck is weed? I was like, that ain't going to do shit. That's just going to piss me off. Right. <laughs> right. It's not, it's not that. It's yeah. not, yeah. And she's like, yo, dude, that's all you can do. You gotta go to this NA shit and you can smoke pot. That's it. 
And so by like the maybe 28th, 29th hour, <laughs> I'm calling my boy and I'm like, dude, I'm kicking hair on. And he's like, bro, I'm proud of you, bro. Is it by choice? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm sick of the dog, bro. I'm shitting on myself. I'm throwing up on myself. Now I'm now I'm nothing's coming out, but I'm like thinking I am like you're dry heaving. You ever dry heave through your asshole? That's like, oh. And you got yellow bile coming out of yourself that just smells toxic as fuck. Like acid as you can talk about kicking heroin. And you get the same shit from, from opioids too. Same shit. Same shit from lean. Anybody just really sipping lean. That has has had to kick, knows it, and that's what sucks. Because a lot of folks, as soon as they figure out that kick is going to be as bad as it is, as it is, they do what I was doing. I said I got to figure out how I can get fucking loaded for the rest of my life. Scary. No one that can actually see my mouth, but it is wide open right now. If you're listening on the radio, because. This is, but here's the thing. This is another reason why I wanted you on the show because (laughs) most people don't know this. You know, look, there's shows you can listen to, you can watch Netflix, you can watch these. Now, this is real life. And this is, this is not, oh, it doesn't get much more real than that. Jesus. No, it doesn't get more. And I'm going to tell you, this isn't a handful of people. This is millions of people that are suffering from addiction and this same issue that's going on every day. So what this is what we got to talk about. And this is what I love about what you're doing, bro. Yeah. I love about what you're doing. Um, You know, my girl and I, we talk a lot about it because her and I, we, it's crazy, bro. Creator put this woman in my life. And we'll talk about that part later because it's a a whole podcast of its own. Um, it's a it's a fucking fairy tale that came to real life. It's fucking bananas. So we talked about the healing properties, cannabinoids, how we have them in our body already. Like, yo, the creator designed us for cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Like we were it, it's it's for us, right? Um that folks say that you know that that it came from um first came from what they said East Asia, correct? But it's not really true because teachings go back, and, and my girl can tell you too. You know, teachings go back that that we've had plant medicine, cannabis, in the indigenous community since forever. You know what I mean? It's oh yeah. You know, I can't really speak on it because that's a teaching. You know what I mean? And that's that. But it's it's important to recognize that. Wait a minute, we've had this. This isn't something that came from somewhere else. It's been here in the Americas. You know what I'm saying? On Turtle Island. You know, and Turtle Island is. You know, we don't we don't recognize borders. So, you know, Canada, America, what people call it, whatever, but that together is Turtle Island. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Canada, Canada and United States and Mexico or just Canada and United States? Turtle Island, correct. And that's but, but what I'm asking is is that is that Mexico, United States, and Canada or the very bottom part is 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 the tail of the turtle, man. Okay. Uh, Oh, okay. You know, your Aztecs, your Mayan, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people don't realize, like, that's a whole other thing, too. So we're going to get back over saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all over the place. We're all over the place. I got to reel you in. (laughs) The terpenes, right? Yes. Dude, I want you because I know you know about terpenes, and this is something that I'm excited to learn about, right? This is something I'm super excited. Oh, we were talking about cannabis, huh? Yeah, they flagged me. TikTok kicked us off because they're talking about cannabis. Whatever. Yes, you see, well, ridiculous. But you can sit there and have almost a child shaking their ass and talking about whatever the fuck they want, but you can't talk about plant medicine. Retarded. Yeah. Bro, my mind, dude. That's why I get so frustrated, and I don't even want to be rocking with these apps, man. But it's I'm blessed. I I've appealed it. Oh, she appealed it too. I love that. But but let's talk about these terpenes. Can you break that down for folks? Because yeah, and what terpenes do you feel? Okay, because you know about my kit kit. I believe I told you a little bit about that, right? Yeah, and I want to oh. tell everybody about that so that we can talk about that. And 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 we're going to get into that. And I want to know from your point of view, from your educated, and, and you do have a medical background, which I love. So does my girl. So I love that. You know what I mean? Um, And and terping-wise, what do you right. do for somebody that's going through withdrawal? Like their body's, you know, rejecting everything. They're They're going through what I just told you. Like you, it's 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 heavy, man. And then the first four days are are hell, man. Yes, 
Well, the, the only thing is I can't speak only because I, I mean, I, I've never gone through that. So I, I've never, uh, so it's hard for me to, you Imagine know, the worst flu you've ever had, like COVID, bro. Is what we right. we were comparing COVID to withdrawal. Me and my old junkie buddies that are clean now, we were like, okay. like kicking. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So, bad so here's COVID. the. Oh, there's a good. Like some people don't get it bad. Some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bad. Bad COVID. Right. Well, in general, you know, cannabinoids are an anti-inflammatory by nature, right? So all all cannabinoids. So, um, and then, but when we're talking about, you know, the terpene profiles, that's. That's a little different than when we talk about the cannabinoid profiles, like for example, in uh, hemp versus marijuana. So if you're talking about CBD, which everybody knows, and you're talking about Delta 9, the real distinguishing factors just from those compounds is one gives you more of that euphoric feeling, that head, you know, that head feeling, that high, you know, and then you have CBD, which is much more of a relaxing, but you are completely, you know, you're, you're there the hundred percent in your mind, maybe your body's a little bit, you know, uh, it feels a little bit, but you know, again, you're not mentally somewhere else. And, right. and so I do believe that you probably a good mixture of like a one-to-one -one ratio would be great only because I would just think that being on something so powerful, I mean, you're talking about opiates that are, I mean, we we're talking about like fentanyl the other day where it's so powerful that if you come near it, you could overdose. Not well, like when you come there, you could breathe it and things like that, right? You know, yeah. so, so opens a bag, right? In this trunk, zips, opens a bag, zips it. Three seconds later, falls, wham, into the trunk and dies. And they, I mean, opens, come on, that's nothing something marijuana would ever do. <laughs> like, you know, so hey, how could you even, <laughs> you know, like that's so powerful. It's incredible. So, and, and when you're that's talking about shit right there, that's the cartoon level type of something. When you just see someone open a bag and see him fume and just fall over, pass out. Right. The, well, yeah. He died. He overdosed and died. The cops smelled it, overdosed and died. That blew my mind, bro. And so my scary. Old drummer, my old drummer, bro. These dudes, they were partying. They was like, bro, come on, just do a key shot of this Coke. You know, my old drummer parties, he's open about that shit. It's just kind of goody. Yeah, emo cat, and and um, he was like, dude, I didn't want to do it, and I did it anyway. He did a key shot, bro, and died, fucking died, bro. They Insanity. Him. Oh, yeah, they narked him, right? Yep, they narked him, brought him back, bro. And then he went out again. They narked him again three times, bro. Have you ever been? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever I overdosed? That for me, bro. But I OD'd six times. I overdosed six times, bro. And three times I woke up in a in the hotel room with the needle still in my arm, and everybody ran out because they thought I died. Can I ask you a Fuck question? Because this is going to be deep. What does it feel like? Like, do you go anywhere mentally? Like, when when you're going, do you see what people talk about? Like, do you see a tunnel? Do you see? I mean, walk me through that. Is that something you're conscious about, or? No, I don't. I don't remember. I remember waking up, bro. I remember doing the shot, and I remember, and I remember like coming to, not even waking up, coming. Okay. To. You come, come to. You don't even fucking wake up. You're just like, and then you realize, man, and and um, all three times I defecated myself, shit and piss. Wow. Um, and vomited. Thank God I was sitting against the wall with my legs. Well, that's on. the problem, right? Because a lot of people, right? Yeah, dude. I've had like three of my homeboys die on their vomit, choked on their vomit. That's unbelievable. But I mean, you don't, well, you're saying coming too, meaning you wake up and you're uh, is that what you mean? Like you, you, you pass out basically, and then you wake up and you're awake with That's the like narc. Died like because your fucking eyes roll back in your head and you're right. And everybody's right. so fucking loaded and high and tripped out and tweaking on meth and because we did meth and heroin together, it was a fucking rock and roll party, you know. Right, right. It was actually, I was um, I uh, you know, and, and that's why I have high speed chases and shit on my record. It wasn't that I was some Billy badass motherfucker, but. You know, I was just, I was so fucking gone, man. I was so fucking out of my mind, dude, that um, I lived my life like a cartoon character, bro. So coming Jeez. from that, I mean, so coming from all of this, because obviously I, I know that everybody's, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, this is, it's heavy. It's, it's, it's deep. So, so now, so how you come from that and what do you, okay, you're obviously smoking. So you say you're at the 28th hour. You start smoking, you start smoking, uh, you know, THA. And, and to get back to your answer, just so really quick. 
do purple, right? So you got some some real deep uh, THC. So more of an indigo probably type of feeling as well. And that's what you were asking about terpene profile. So with terpenes, it's 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 kind of crazy, you know. In the fact of is is that people know it as indigo sativa, right? That's how everybody classifies. But really, it's not about that. It's a little more complicated than that, and and knowing the terpene profile that's going to work for you. So on our side, though, it's not that we just use. Oh, when I say on on our side, on the hemp side, is is that we're using the actual cannabinoid, not just the terpene. And they're the same, bro. Right. So it's different. So CBN, for example, that's a cannabinoid that by nature, it does make you a little more sleepy. Okay. And it's not, it's, it's a more of a sedative type of cannabinoid, but it's also one of the only cannabinoids that you can't build up a resistance to. So if somebody's using it for sleep, yeah, right. So, so meaning like if you're using, not like uh, what's that stuff called? Or like Ambien or, or, you know, melatonin, melatonin, right. So melatonin is really bad for you because, you know, the more you take it's, well, I mean, anyone knows if you've taken too much melatonin, just one night, you just feel super groggy. You just don't feel right in the morning. Like people are like, well, does pure sleep make you feel groggy? We're like, no, (laughs) that's not good. That either you didn't sleep well or when, I mean, honestly, when else do you feel groggy? When you drank too much and you wake up and you have a hunger, like you you didn't sleep very well. Like there's reasons why you're groggy, right? So why would it matter? So obviously there's something wrong there. That's for sure. Yeah. So, 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 so yeah, in that respect, the, 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 the cannabinoid profiles are, are what rules that. And so it, it depends. And, and yeah, we definitely, you know, we're working on something to do to baby a kick kit that we were talking about, but, but, but getting back to you, cause I know people are going to want to know this. You are you're smoking, you know, you're smoking THC. You're obviously yeah, edible I'm, smoking. I'm smoking. I'm eating now. I'm like getting a few hours to relax the anxiety. So you also get what's called, you know what restless leg is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is beautiful. Then you, that you understand that. I actually get it sometimes. So you get it in your arms. No, I I get my legs, but yeah, no, no, no. I'm telling you when you kick. Okay. Okay. Personally. And a lot of other guys I know you get it in your arms and your legs at the same time. And you're just like, you just, fucking feels so fucked up you're punching your fucking legs you're smacking your fucking arms you're fucking ah fucking screaming out your fucking mind bro you're fucking you just you're going bat shit fucking crazy they've been there come on man you know and and you can smoke some fucking perp bro and it can bring you down to where you can tolerate it I, it ain't no miracle shit you know right. just make it go away you no know? but you combine that what i just had learned the other day it's just sheets. They're creating a little bit of an electrical current. So if you use linen sheets, that actually yeah. creates a negative charge and actually takes some of that down. And so you wow. actually help remove that restless leg syndrome because you're overcharging your body basically and you're creating more static. So linen sheets actually going to help with that. Wow. I mean, here, I, I'm with you every day, Peter. I've never heard this. I, I mean, heard, it, it was two days ago. These are the things that Empire gets exclusives to. All right. I mean, man, I can't, I can't help it, bro. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't meant to know about it until right now. That's why. Right. No, but you know what, though? But see, like, it's every little thing. But okay, so now, all right, so we're smoking, obviously. It's taking the edge off. And I'm going to NA meetings every day, bro. I really am. I'm showing up. You know what I mean? And and I'm staying off the shit. Um, I get to... Month six, right? And I go to Circle K. I had a job. And I see somebody from my past in Circle K. And they were like, hey, man, oh, what's up, fool? You know what I'm saying? What's good? Hey, homie, I got some bomb-ass dope. But they had meth. I said, what do you got? And he was like, I got some meth. And I was like, he's like, come on, fool, just once. just Let's just fucking party one time. Oh, no, man. You're doing That's good, get you. This ain't H, bro. This ain't, you're good. This ain't black. You could do this shit. So my dumb ass fucking does it, right? Bro, it was the worst experience I've ever had. Shit. I'd been in this program learning about myself. I'd been in this program really working on myself. You know what I'm saying? Going through the steps. It's sharing my fucking feelings for the first time in my life, bro. Being open, crying and shit. Like, I was committed, bro. 
and it ruined getting high. I was so paranoid, bro. I thought I'd seen everybody from the meetings. I kept, I kept and it was during the day. I ended up in my buddy's fucking shed in his backyard. Hella hot. It was like a fucking, I don't know, 97. Right. Oh, I mean, the shed's hot and it could be 60 out. So. <laughs> he comes in there and he, what the fuck are you doing in my shed? And I was like, bro, I relapsed, bro. And he was like, oh my God. I got to take you home, bro. And I was like, no, you know, and, right, um, of course, of course. Right. bro. That night I went to a meeting and I fucking owned that shit, dude. And I broke down crying. And you know what they fucking do? Yeah. A couple people give me a hug. Tell me they love me and that it's okay. And I'm going to be all right. And it, it's not what I did, but what I'm going to do now that matters the most. And I need to say that to everybody out there. And I'm guaranteeing there's more than, more than a handful that, that that are feeling this right now because I'm feeling the same, you know. Um, it, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. It doesn't get any easier. No, you learn things that help you along the way. You adapt to new, more meaningful ways of living and being and speaking and living and all of that. But life still shows up, you know. Life right. still shows up. And 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 just don't give up. Just keep going, you know. And I just felt like I had to say that right now, and we can keep going to what we're talking about, but. I'm I'm uh I'm excited, man. Connecting with other folks that, that got the same vision, dude. This is this is crazy. When me and you chopped it up the other day, we were on the phone for like 20 minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, yeah, it was, I think it was longer, but I'll tell you right now, it was it was just because again, I love and I and I do want you to I, I do want you to say a little something to everybody out there because your message is super powerful. And if for, and it doesn't have to be because you're getting over a drug. It doesn't matter. It could be anything in your life. It's, you know, it's just a lot of the things that you preach or says, just get up and fucking do it. Like who cares if it's, if it's drugs, if it's an idea that you have, if it's a dream that you have, you want to lose weight, do it. If you want to make money, go do it. You want to go do, be something of your life. Like what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be drugs. You know, it could be anything that you need a kick in the ass to go and go out and go get it and stop overthinking it. But I can't say it like you. So just do one quick one. I mean, you got to start. Look at that. Well, he's got a whole into yeah. Hold up. Yeah. You say, hey, you say, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, okay. okay. So you say, hey, Nick. Go okay. Up. Look, listen. All hey. Right, All right, ready? Hey. hey hold up. Look, listen. Hey, you say it better. You got to do it. All right, check it out. Hey, hold up. Look, listen. Y'all got to understand something. It's not about what you don't do, but it's about what you do do to make what you need to be what you need it to be. You know, a lot of people can talk that talk and they can do whatever it is. But when you really walk the walk, you make that life what it needs to be. Anything can happen as long as you put the work in, that you commit, that you're willing to sacrifice, that you're willing to get up before everybody and go to sleep after everybody. You know what I mean? You get those couple hours of whatever you can and work hard, work hard. It's about that true sacrifice and not just talking about it, but really being about it. And let's talk about manifestation. I hear people all the time, oh, manifesting, I've spoken into existence. I just talk about it all the time. No, it don't work that way. No, 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 no. You got to work grind, get in there and manifest that way. Talking about it's just part of it. That's like the 90, I don't even know if that even matters. I think that's what initiates the manifestation. It takes that true, you know, heart, soul, grit and grind to make whatever you want to be, be, but you can if you do. I mean, come on. How do you, how do you not get motivated listening to that? It, it, it's true because everybody can look into themselves and they could be better in whatever they're doing. You know, you got to look in yourself. Everybody's in denial. Oh, I can't do this. They make excuses. Why are you making excuses? You're only hurting yourself. You, you know what I mean? Like you, every excuse you make, I have a solution for. That's just how I am. I always say, you don't give me fucking, don't give me, give me solutions. I don't want excuses because that's just the, my mindset. Do anything can be worked out and figured out. And don't get me wrong, man. I'm not saying I'm like Gandhi and Buddha and shit. Like I stress out too. And there's time. Yeah, but we all do. That's human. But you just got to like surround yourself too with, with, with people that are really going to be there for you. With, with people that are going to notice and recognize and see you going through the hardships and the hard times and be able to motivate, lift you up and help inspire you when you need it. 
be that light as much as you can, but it's okay to need that light also. Remember that part. That's even more powerful than the first part. The um, and so so let's talk about this. First of all, is this true? Your turn? Are you training to be an MMA fighter? MMA fighter? Oh, you look man. Hey, were you or were you not? I don't know if that's true. No, I'm I'm boxing, bro. So okay, sweet. My cousin wants me to do MMA, but I like I like boxing, bro. You know, yeah. Uh, okay. They got a team called Island Fight, so he's he's actually looking for somebody for me right now. So I'm kind of glad we're on here. If anybody wants to catch these hands, it's uh oh oh shit. Oh, let's let's raise some money. I really want to scrap with that dude, Dogface, man. <laughs> you know, that would be people that are gonna make get people's attention. Like we need people with platforms, right? People that are doing things. And I already he's kind of a bigger guy, and I'm a bigger guy, so I thought it'd be kind of cool, you know. And and you know what, man, I I'm big on um I'm big on making a difference, and I feel like we could utilize that fight to promote MMIW, missing and murdered indigenous women, you know. Um that's something that needs to be stressed. And 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 instead of me breaking mm -hmm. it, I'm teaching you all about it right now. I want to ask each and every one of y'all listening right now to go to your Google and I want you to search MMIW and I want you to learn about that. And I promise everybody that does that will be sending me a direct message and gonna be telling me, like, oh my God, SJ, I didn't know. And and now that we, we you have not only do you have the M well, you're, you're talking about boxing, but you know, we're no, you know, you're a musician, right? So that's, and that's something you did before, before everything, all the craziness happened, or is it always something you had music wise? No, see music wise. So I, you talking about my song, the MMIW? Yeah. No, no, just in general, just your, your, yeah, exactly. Like, you know. Absolutely. And, and it's important for me to make music for things like that, because that's what I hold close. And that's like my song, Hope and Pray. So like, when you listen to my music, listen to that MMIW song. You know, listen to hope and pray. You know what I mean? And that touches everybody. You know, it's not about a religion or or, or uh, anybody's personal belief. It's not. And if you watch, there's a actual video and it's really cool because there's a part where it's people praying in all different ways because we're all connecting to a power greater than ourselves. Right. And 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 it's nobody has the right to tell nobody else that their God ain't their God. Right. Or their oh, God. yeah, for sure. And I feel like creator gets at us like creator needs to get at us. You know, well, no, but I, I, what I was saying is, is that either. Did, right? the did the music come? Oh, after? before or after is what I'm saying. You're all your music, just everything, just you getting into music. And I've been making music since I was a kid, bro. Okay, I, that's what I thought because I've always, dude, it's crazy. I was an acapella choir in high school, and um, I, I, you know, I was gonna be the, the lead role in Pirates of the Penzance, but I ended up getting in a fight. You know, because I was a knucklehead and shit. <laughs> I remember the drama teacher was crying. She was like, oh, my gosh, you can be so good. You sing so beautifully. All of a sudden, they write like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, I mean, you know, when we're young, we, we do stupid oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I mean, this is what happens. Run around in tights all that bad, you know. We need to pull pictures of that. Because because Pete, I, I actually had a thing where I, I wore tights for a costume. I don't hear the rest of it from Pete. So now we're going to have two two pictures of tights. Me, me and Server Junkie. <laughs> here. And just have a collection of guests and in tights, apparently. <laughs> I mean, everybody you seem to get on has a thing about tights. <laughs> I love it. So, so what's your, what's your inspire you now with music? And, and, you know, I know you're doing some new things with music. I know we talked about it. I know you had some issues with the label and to get into all that craziness, but I mean, if you want to, whatever, but yeah. I don't want to get deep into it with the label. Let me first say that I, that I acknowledge and recognize all the amazing things that were done for me, you know, but at the same time, I, I recognize and acknowledge all the messed up things that were done to me as well, you know? And I think it's best that, that, um, that I go my way and they go their way. I'm not doing the court thing. I know I had made a post and in the beginning it said I was, you know, going to do what I had to do. But honestly, guys, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like I'm free and I could do me right now. And that's a beautiful thing. And so I decided to do this GoFundMe, you guys. And um, what's really cool is my girl helped me with it. I'm not super savvy and, you know, but I wanted it to be right, you know. And, and um, I said, I want to give an opportunity for my fans, right? For well, my family. I don't like saying fans, but my family to be a part of this project, right? I recorded all this incredible music during the, the pandemic, man. And I'm like, this is this is like an album. This is a freaking project. 
How dope. Well, you had music out before, though. I mean, this oh, is, yeah. but this but is. Singles. I dropped, I mean, uh, I had a, a live album, but I've always just dropped singles, bro. I had one right. live album and everything else was singles, man. And I did that within in the last 10 years of my career. Like, bro, I've been at this music for 10 years hard as a career. You know, 2014, I became an ASCAP singer-songwriter, you know, and and um, got my publishing and my writers and um, took it serious. Um, you know, in 2018, I got that Mountain Dew commercial with my song, You Got It. And then my song got on the radio and that was huge for me, you know, out here in Vegas. And, and from that point forward, just kind of growing. And I'll be honest, my style has done a lot of changing and a lot of manifesting and growing. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's why I was asking kind of like how you've done that, how, how it's changed. Or has it been life or just changing different genres? Or it changes it, man. And then for a while there, I was trying to make what I felt people wanted to hear so that I could get my message across. Right. So I was, you know, working on trying to make it sound. And I got so lost in doing that that I kind of lost sight of who I am, man. And my original sound that the creator blessed me with that nobody has. And that's that raspy fucking soul, man. You know what I'm saying? And Love that it. fucking gut sang it. Not even sing. I don't even sing. I sang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you know, I write good things. The, so, so here's the thing. First of all, we... We, when 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 I first watched you, you know, because funny, you said, "Well, I've changed." I mean, you watch like Vanilla Ice. We went from rapping to rock, right? I mean, you know, people do change, and and I think that it and it is true. I mean, I just think that sometimes voices fit on different, you know, different genres, right? I mean, you know, you can't have a certain type of voice and try to do, you know, you can't have like that country twang and try to do something different. You know, you got you got it. You got to go with what what works for you, but what feels right, right. There you go. That part. What feels right. And, and I was actually doing stuff that didn't feel right, fellas. You know, but it was the content was real. The lyrics are always real because anything I write is going to be real and powerful. And and some of it I liked, but I I got away from what I truly wanted to do. And I'm really excited to let you guys know, like, um, I just spoke to my buddy today. I posted a video with a song called Strap On My Shoes. It's real okay. soulful and slow and it's just electric guitar. He does have a bunch of pedals, so he's funking with effects and shit like that. And he smacks it for the bass, for the drum line and shit. So it's real dope and it's funky, but it's real soul saying, man. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to post this. If this gets a good reaction from the people, then I'm going back to this. I want to go back to my original genre that I, this sober junkie genre. I need that sound that people hear and they say, hey, that's sober junkie. And even if it ain't me and it's someone adopting my style they like hey that sounds like sober junkie yeah that's that sober junkie vibe oh that sounds like bruno mars style oh that sounds like michael jack you get what i'm saying right of course huh? you gotta that's what i mean i think everybody's gotta have what that thing you know and that's what i mean you have that raspy voice you have that so i don't think it's going to be an issue at all i just i've just heard different types of music from you and and i think that that sounds like that would be a winner to me personally Thank you, Thank yeah you. for sure and I got a big tour coming with Rapper Kush, man. Rapper Kush is a brother of mine, man. His name is Dre. I'm sure you guys know who Rapper Kush is, right? Of course. From Washington. So um, Dre's doing some things. Um, he's actually doing some things with Kratom as well. Um, I just, I'm about to watch The Leap of Faith. Is that what it's called? The Leap of Faith or something like that? <laughs> wait, wait, you had, wait, wait, let's go back. We had Purple Junkie. Let's talk about that real quick. So my strain, right? So yeah. we had strain, which was, was, was a, a true 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 indica you know what i'm saying like true 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 purple punch times fucking um um um, um gelato uh is it 33 right gelato 33 okay and fucking fire bro we sold out in two hours but what sucks is that was with the label i was signed with so like that you know it was in new york and it dropped and it didn't sting and it did really well but i'm not doing it with them no more but then i realized again that opens up the door it's like wait a minute that's your strain, SJ. Right. And and it's your it's your marketing, it's your logo, it's your name, it's your brand that you built because you are the brand, Silver Junkie. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, everybody's trying to, you know, put out these brands and all this stuff. But look, the quality of the product is what's going to sell it and the story. So, I mean, that's what we do here. It's all about quality no matter what. Now, again, we're not on that, you know, high 
THC side, you know, we're on the, but it's still, we're doing different things. We do custom formulation. So we could do something where we take that terpene profile and put it into something, like you said, that kick kit. I mean, we definitely could, would put something together because, you know, you're talking about terps, which is totally different than the THC content, even though we do have a Delta nine gummy now uh, that we, you know, we can use, but we can terps. But and we could add those terps to it exactly. I need a CBD for anxiety. Gummy. I need a gummy for anxiety. Well, you're in the right place <laughs> because I happen to have one. Exactly. I'm gonna say that. Give me a care package too, and I need some for my mom right now. She's been having anxiety, bad, and they, they and and you know she's been sad, depression stuff been getting to her too, and. They want us to put her on some, you know, pharmaceuticals, man. And well, I we're just trying to do it the, the right way, right? Like you said, you know, uh, anything, any hemp, cannabis, it's been around 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 BC. I mean, people have no idea. I mean, in every major event that has ever happened, we know in the history of time, there was some type of cannabis around, which is, which is, you know, which is actually a hundred percent true. And yeah, it isn't and it something. Front, it was right around the corner behind the alley. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yo, JC. Um, <laughs> no, but 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 it was, and 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 again, we heard it from somebody else that said it on the show, but it made it so valuable in right. something of such abundance that grows just about anywhere. I mean, cannabis can grow. I mean, if anyone doesn't know this, I literally like in in sand, in dirt, in different conditions, it grows. If something is so abundant in the world, there must be a universal use that the that the creator or whatever you believe in is making that available. And, and so the no side effects, the no contraindications. I mean, this story of having somebody come no, off of major, major drugs and, and, and addiction. And, you know, and now you're talking about a mom that has anxiety or people that have sleep or pain or stomach issues, or, you know, there's so many things and how it brings everybody together. You know, we, we talk about a thousand things with cannabis, but the community aspect of it is bananas, bro. And now you can go to an event and see this young, like thugging ass gangster ass kid chilling talking to a 78 year old fucking hippie bro and just passing a joint back and forth together bro tell me about that shit like like get the fuck out of here yeah we got drama yeah we've allowed some hooligan ass motherfuckers to come up in the industry but whatever and for the most part it's still a beautiful thing man and cannabis has had a way to change people's hearts you know what i mean i, I got a lot of buddies that left the, the bad trap world and started getting in the cannabis scene. And at first, you maybe they were black market or whatever. I don't know. That's not my business. But it was better them doing that, even if it was that way, than doing what they was. Doing. You get what I'm saying? Of course. And, and that's... Look, I, I mean, I, I don't know. You... you, you... <laughs> Get educated, people. Come on. I mean, there's just so, there's so many reasons why you'd want to get on the cannabis. And of course, you're listening to the show because yes, it's a little entertainment, it's a little education, but it's all here for cannabis and all different ways of life. And that's why we do what we do here. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy that you came on to kind of you know. So tell everybody where can they find you? What's dropping? I mean, tell us what's going on. So I'm so excited. So went <laughs> on. Uh, uh, the Sober Junkie Official, the Sober Junkie Official on Instagram. Go to the Instagram. My link tree is on the Instagram. Uh, the GoFundMe link is live on the Instagram. From the Instagram, go check out my TikTok at the Sober Junkie. Um, I got a way bigger following on TikTok, but the engagement on Instagram is crazy, man. And I've had it so long and I built it slowly. And, and it's just like the core for the family. You and know? you do it personally. I mean, you answered... You know, people, people, you know, sense, bro. I got people hitting me up, man. And, and I try to respond to everybody, bro. And I got thousands of fucking messages. Wait, and I get that. And I do what I can. And I'll throw the line up and bam, hit it and fucking read the message and respond, you know. And sometimes I just go right to the message. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Wherever the world takes you, man. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the energy. You know? Well, good, I man. Well, what? And music-wise, hold on. And music-wise, you have anything dropping or anything yeah. they should look out for? So um, just be paying attention to the social media because in about a week or two, there's going to be some news about what I'm dropping and how it's going to be dropping. Cool. Um, 
But what's more important is what I'm doing with the GoFundMe, man, because that project is what I'm so fucking happy about. I did all these songs during the pandemic and when I was with the label, right? And um, nothing got finished. So I still got to get a mixed mastered. I got to get artwork done, this, that, and the third, right? Um, I got a photo shoot in an hour or two also downtown. But um, it's, it's um, let's focus on that, on that GoFundMe. Let's let everybody get behind it. Let's let everybody be a part of it. You know, we're not doing nothing crazy. We're trying to raise like 15K and we're putting together an album. We're going to put together a show that, you know, with the album release, it's going to be sick, dude. I'm excited. And my thing is I wanted it to be a dollar, but it's got to be a $5 donation. I guess that's how it works or whatever, but it's five bucks. You know that's what I mean? Absolutely. Well, we don't want, I want a jiggle, jiggle. I don't, I don't want jiggle, jiggle. I want it to fold. No, it's, I think it's a five, I think it's a $5 is a, is a, absolutely. That's where it should start. You know? Um, now I want you to take everybody out, whatever you want to say, little motivational, get them going, get them pumped up and let them know what they could do. I basically what you did before, but however you want to end it, bud. Check it out. Hey, hold up and look, listen. I said, Hey, to get your attention. I said, hold up. I want you to stop doing whatever you're doing. I want you to look and I want you to listen. And why I say look is because I want you to focus at me when I'm speaking to you. There's an energy thing going on right now. A lot of people don't even realize that, but you're going to start to learn because the world is starting to change. Focus on you. Stop worrying about everybody else and what they got going on and what they're doing, what they have, what they don't have. You know, stop looking at Instagram and watching people feeling like, damn, why can't I have it like that? Because 99% of the fucking time, they don't got it like that either. It's crazy. It's smoke and mirrors, baby, and realize that. Get away from that. Start living your best life. Use social media for what it's really supposed to be for. Use your job for what it's supposed to be for. And if you don't like what you're doing, stop doing it. Stop doing what you love. Because when you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. You got one fucking merry-go-round. Don't waste that shit. All right? You was chosen for greatness. With that, I'm out. I love y'all. Stay blessed. Love it. Come on. I love it. Drop the mic. We appreciate your time. And everybody else, thank you for tuning in. Remember to go like, subscribe, share, and even give us some comments. Let you know how you like the show and you like our guests. We are at Cannabis Radio, iHeart, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere else you decide to get your podcast listened to. Until then, follow us also at purewell.com. You can take a look at all the unique blends that we provide and custom formulations. Use code HEMPIRE, that's H-E-M-P-I-R-E, at purewell, P-U-R-W-E-L-L.com. Until then, stay educated, people. We are out. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.